0: Episode 1, Introduction to Thriving. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to the first ever Thriving on Purpose podcast. First episode, number one. I am so excited to be here and I want to introduce myself to those of you who do not know me, even though at the beginning, I'm sure the people who will be listening to this will actually know me, um, but I'll introduce myself anyway. My name is Nehama Weiser. I am a certified health and life coach and... I've been coaching for the last several years, although unofficially I've been coaching my entire life in every position that I've been in, I've coached. Um, But my professional coaching career started several years ago um, after my father passed away. And the meaning of the title, Thriving on Purpose, and many of you have commented on that, uh, the meaning behind it is actually my own personal journey. After my father passed away, I was in survival mode. Uh, it was a very low point in my life. And at some point, I decided to pick myself up and to move forward with purpose and with meaning and with intention. Uh, and I really do feel like I'm at a point in my life where I am thriving professionally, personally, spiritually, um, and This podcast is an indication of that. It is way out of my comfort zone, but it is also an indication of growth, right? Our growth does not happen in our comfort zone. It happens outside of it. And that is why I challenged myself uh, to do this important project because As much as I enjoy working with my one-on-one clients, I enjoy sharing on social media, I wanted to have more of an impact. I wanted to reach more people, and I thought that a podcast would be a great way to achieve that, and that's why I'm here, uh, showing up with very little experience doing this, but with a lot of passion and a lot of love and a really important mission to help individuals thrive on purpose and not just live their lives, but really create lives that they enjoy and that they love um, and that they're passionate about as well. The episodes will cover topics on health coaching, on life coaching, with lots of humor and lots of wisdom, and they won't be long. They're going to be between 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. The idea is to be able to listen During your busy lives. And I know that we're all busy and there's so much going on um, and there's so much that competes for our attention. So, my intention is to keep them short. Uh, They're gonna be raw, unedited, real, just like me. Uh, And at the end of each episode, I will be giving you one or two small action steps. To take with you moving forward. So the idea is not for you just to consume the information, but for you actually to take what you're hearing and what you're learning and to take action, to be able to implement it in your own life and really be able to thrive on purpose. So when I think about thriving versus surviving or surviving versus thriving, there are actually two analogies that come to mind. So the first analogy is Shemitah. Shemitah is the seventh year, uh, the seventh year of rest that we observe here in Israel, where essentially on the seventh year, we take care of our plants, our gardens, our fields, our crops, just enough in order to enable them to survive. So we're essentially taking a rest. And I know that this is most relevant for farmers or people who deal with agriculture and are in that world. But even with our own gardens, uh, we take a rest on the seventh year. I know for our garden, um, last year was the year of Shemitah, um, and we watered it minimally, and it looks okay. It survived. It certainly is not thriving. Um, But that's the issue with survival. In other words, when you are watering the garden, just enough to survive, it can work for a short term period of time, right? It's sustainable for the short term, but not for the long term. If you want your garden to thrive, you're gonna have to water it and really take care of it um, in a way that you can't do during Shemitah. So that's the first kind of analogy that came to mind. The second analogy, For those of you who watch the TV show Survivor, um, so for any Survivor fans out there, this might be relevant, at the end of the show, there are basically individuals who are living on an island and need to survive. They have a fire challenge where they have to make a fire in order to see who goes into the final three contestants in the program. So it's essentially the last showdown. Now there was one contestant that was working so hard to keep his small flame alive. He was, he had kind of created a small little flame and he was like frantically throwing in twigs and woods and just hoping that it would increase the fire, make it bigger. The second contestant built a solid foundation for his fire and he had a nice strong flame and he was just calmly adding twigs and wood to kind of increase his flame. And that's really the image that I have of someone who's thir- who's thriving. So for so many years, my focus was just on surviving. I was juggling work, my relationship with my husband, my growing family, and all the additional responsibilities that came along with all of those things. And somehow my self-care was always bumped to the bottom of my priority list. Like at the end of the day, I was depleted And throughout the day, I had this like frantic energy about me. I was always trying to put out fires. I was always trying to add those twigs and the wood to kind of make things work. But essentially, it was all coming from this frantic energy. And I'm sure that many of you can relate to this. Our lives are so hectic. There are so many unexpected things that come up throughout the day, and I think many of us are putting out fires throughout the day, and we kind of feel like we're in a survival mode. What is thriving, though? How would you define thriving? I think that thriving, to me, means that we kind of shift outside of just getting through the day, going through the motions, doing the things, and we spend time intentionally thinking about what we want, What life do we want to create for ourselves? Now, this kind of creativity, this kind of insight is not going to happen when you're in survival mode. And we've all been in survival mode. We've all had times in our lives where don't talk to me about visions. Don't talk to me about long-term. I just need to get through the day. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. But there are times when we have a little bit more peace of mind, we have a little bit more control over the things that are happening, and we, we do have that space and time in order to consider what we actually want. And that's the time that I encourage you to really focus on what thriving means for you. What would thriving look like in your life? And I think in order to thrive, there are three things that are really essential. One is the general framework of understanding that our self-care must be a constant. It must be non-negotiable. It must be something that happens no matter what. Self-care can look different when you're surviving than when you're thriving, but it is not something that can afford to be neglected or dropped to the bottom of your list. If you have less time, if you have less energy, then you'll dedicate less time to self-care, but it's something that must happen no matter what. So that's the general framework. The second thing is stopping and analyzing your reality. Being able to have the awareness, hmm, I'm in survival mode right now. This is not something that I want to continue long-term, this is something that I want to get out of or transition out of, what can I do to help myself? In order to take the steps to move from survival to thriving, you must have the awareness that you're in a survival mode, right? So without that awareness, we can't create any kind of change. And finally, and this is actually the exercise that I wanna give you this week, I want you to give thought to what your top priorities are in your life and how you're spending your time. So all of us do lots of talking about what's important to us and what our values are, but I want you to get super clear on what the top three priorities and values are. What are the top three things that you want to focus on? That's what I want you to write on one side of the paper. On another side of the paper, I want you to log two days of your life, of your week, okay? From morning till night, 24 hours. I want you to write down how you are spending your time. No judgment here, just curiosity, really getting to see. It's actually a very interesting exercise. I did it myself, and I was very surprised by the results, But I want you to be 100% honest with yourself. How much time are you scrolling? How much time are you wasting? How much time are you doing whatever it is that you're doing? I want that all down on the paper. And then I want you to compare the two sides of the paper. The things that you're saying are most important to you, and then how you're actually spending your time. For me, this exercise was so jarring. It was such a wake-up call for me. That I was saying that things were important to me, but I wasn't spending my day-to-day actually taking action and moving towards those goals. I was saying that I wanted to improve my relationship with my husband, but we weren't prioritizing that in our life. I was saying that I wanted to have a closer relationship to God, but I wasn't praying on a regular basis. And for me, this was a big aha moment where I realized things had to shift. If I was saying that these were the most important things in my life that I needed to incorporate them every single day, and I shifted my schedule, I had a meeting with my husband, we discussed how we can incorporate these things in our week, and now I feel that my weeks and my days reflect The priorities, the things that I've said that are important, and I actually lead a life that incorporates those things. That's what I'd like you to do this week. Now, that is something that you can do, like I said, when you are in thriving mode, okay? This episode is going to be released in the thick of the summer when you've been home with the kids, when it's hot and it's sticky. And I want you to understand like I said before, that there are times where we're in survival mode and that's okay. It's not realistic for us to always be thriving. But then I want you to be at number one, the first phase of being able to be aware. Oh, I'm in survival mode. What can I do to take care of myself? As I'm surviving, right? When I have less time to myself, when I have less boundaries around me, when my kids are home all the time, right? When I'm juggling a million things, what can I do to care for myself? What can I do to take small steps to move from surviving to thriving? And I think it's just important that when you notice that you're in survival mode, not to have judgment about it, not to feel guilty about it. It's not a bad thing, right? But it's just something that we want to make sure that we're not doing long-term. Survival is meant to be for a short term. That's what we can, That's when we can really function in survival mode. We can still survive through it, right? Because that's what we're designed to do. The problem becomes when it becomes a longer, when it continues longer term, where you're still in survival mode after the summer, when you're still in survival mode after the holidays, right? When it just becomes the norm. And I think that increasing awareness around this and really asking ourselves, what do I need in order to thrive? What do I need to get out of this survival mode can really open our mind to explore what we need in order to make that transition so i just want to send all of those mamas and papas and anyone who's listening send you so much it's been a long summer it's been super challenging but i want each of you to take this exercise this week write down your three priorities do a time log of two days of your week and just notice notice if there's a correlation between those things The first step is just noticing it. And then the second step is asking yourself, what can I do to be more in alignment here so that I'm living days that are in alignment with my priorities, with things that are important to me and with the life that I actually want to lead. Have a wonderful day. I will see you next week and happy summer. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you uplevel your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.